0: And welcome to a new mini-episode of Gen Zers Talk Politics. This shorter, more off-the-cuff format allows you to hear our quick takes on breaking news. So what did you think about the debate? I'll tell you this. Both Biden and Trump did much better than in the first debate. The mic-cutting strategy really cut down the interruptions, which made the moderator's job a lot easier. You know, I was watching uh, a little bit of Fox News after, and Chris Wallace said afterwards that he was jealous. And you know what? I would feel the same in his position because this, inter- this debate was far more civil, you know, far fewer interruptions. And, you know, I was quite happy, honestly. And I think the American people gave a huge sigh of relief. But all that Trump said during the debate was really predictable. No surprises from the beginning to the end. Of course, he tried to nail Biden on Hunter Biden with all the new things that's coming out but Joe Biden
1: was ready. Yes, he was. Let me just
0: say this. Joe Biden was ready. He responded strongly, especially to Hunter Biden with powerful rhetoric. He attacked Trump successfully back on many points, right? But I'll say this. I think Trump was ready to address those points as well. He seemed far better prepared than he was for the first presidential debate, where it seemed back then that his only strategy was to throw Joe Biden off.
1: Well, right. He was trying to throw Joe Biden off. He... You bought every single thing that he has said for the past four years: Mueller, Spygate, Russia, overrun cities, socialized medicine, everything the Epic Times would spam your YouTube account with. It, it's a play to the base. It's this guy does not have a strategy. Okay, there's no second term policy. That's why he barely talked about it for the first seventy five percent of the debate. I mean, come on, man. He compares himself to Lincoln for on race, or he says he's more than Lincoln, better than Lincoln. I mean, come on.
0: You know what that <laughs> reminds me of? You know what that reminds me of actually. You know, uh, if you recall, in a nineteen ninety-eight Dan Quayle vice presidential uh, candidates, Dan Quayle and when Lloyd 88? Benson had a debate. 88? 88, yeah. And uh, Lloyd, Be- Lloyd Benson told Dan Quayle, "Well, Dan Quayle was trying to compare himself to Jack Kennedy, and Lloyd Benson told him famously, Senator, 'Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy.'" And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, this moment is a is a lot like that. A- Tr- Donald Trump is incorrectly comparing himself to Abraham Lincoln, who played a big role in the liberation of slaves after the Civil War, and Joe Biden pretty much told Trump, "Mr. President, you're no Abe- You're no Abe Lincoln." So I really thought there was a similarity
1: between the two. Well, let's run down the list, shall we? On on, Kim, on North Korea which I forgot was even an issue at this point he did nothing but sing love ballads to, to Kim jong-un because he wants Dennis Rodman to be our be our new ambassador he he kept promising a healthcare plan which is already it's already been far more than two weeks since August and, and the fact that when we get to immigration point that that at that point if the hog was any use, if the IJC or whoever had any sort of use whatsoever in this modern age to actually conduct investigations and prosecutions, the 500 plus children, those parents can't be found. I mean, there you go. But uh, at this point, it's finally over and we'll wait. We're going to wait two more weeks and there's going to be another October surprise. By the way, we finally hear about this new Biden care that
0: uh, Joe Biden would be planning on rolling out. Public option.
1: It's a public public option. option. That's how you meet moderates and progressives in the middle. That's the point. Politics is not... You go all the way to one side. It's consensus. That's why we have democracy.
0: Well, I'll be honest with you, Jacob. Biden care so much for originality, Joe. In the
1: name, at least. Well, let's remember, that name was brought up by congressional Republicans who wanted to slam Obama in 2010 and look where it is now it's it's, it's literally the only it's one of the only reasons democrats even have any political relevance but going
0: back to trump <laughs> can one make the argument that donald trump won the debate and i think yes in a way he did win the debate in a certain way because look he spoke to his base and that's all he needs and that's all he wants and his base they're extremely devoted to him they would swim across the ocean to vote for him on election day in person And all he needed to do in that debate was keep his voters and simply put into their heads Hunter Biden, Rudy Giuliani, Russia, Burisma. And I just, I think this, I think a lot. And I think, you know, for Trump to keep his support, it's not a matter of facts. Because since when has Trump cared about the facts? As long as he gets the ideas of Russia, Burisma, Hunter Biden into the voters' heads, They would still go out and think Joe Biden's corrupt and vote for Trump anyway.
1: Well, if we're talking to Trump TV, if we're talking his personal interests, then yeah, you could say he won. But actually, the point of the debate was to expand the electoral map, was to actually keep his chances for the presidency, not Trump TV. I get it. He doesn't know how to be anything else other than himself. You know what? That's fine. He does what he wants. But if he wants to actually win a second term and stay out of of jail – and be able to avoid prosecution for whatever whatever Cy Vance has in store. He needs to play to actual voters, actual other people in not just not just QAnon, not just the MACA voter in Ohio. He needs to go for Florida. He needs to well, win back Arizona. And uh, there's no well, attempt you know- that that's not winning. He did he didn't light himself on fire like in the first debate. But it's clear that he still got very annoyed. He got very angry at certain points, Trump, he just gave up. He kind of gave up at some point.
0: Listen, I think many people listen. Joe Biden is uh, has a very high chance of winning. People are some people some some people are saying like ninety two percent chance of him winning. But here's the thing: there are a lot and a lot and a lot of mega voters out there, and they live all over the United States, and people underestimate the power that QN on and Flop. Well that's well have hold on,
1: hold on. Well that's not well the Lincoln project and 538 everyone has basically said the media and the pollsters have accounted for the Shy Trump voter. They've accounted for this pod that possibility. And according to Mike Madrid, they've overcorrected so much that actually may seem Trump is actually doing better than he than he might be actually be doing net currently. The point is that it is in 2016. Trump is the incumbent The polls clearly have taken into account what happened last time, and the cards, the October surprises, haven't actually turned out in his favor, not even Amy Coney Barrett, because that is actually just washed away at this point.
0: Whatever was said during that debate, and honestly, Trump or Biden could have said anything, it would have changed absolutely nothing. There are already so many mail-in ballots that have been sent
1: in already. Well, we don't know. There well, could be there could be some kind of error. It was a 0. 0.5. I think 0.5% was the margin Trump really won Pennsylvania. Well, Pennsylvania is tough because, you know, fracking is very – fracking is a very large deal in well, Pennsylvania for going on, right fracking, now. Well, the, no one cares. No, okay, if you are – again, if you're an oil and gas person, okay, you have a personal stake and you're a worker or you're an owner, you're going to vote for Trump anyway. They're already locked up in the Trump. and. Biden did do a good thing on fracking. His answer, uh, his thing on fracking was pretty good. He may credit. He- okay, his answer on fracking. But well, what about all those other times when he spoke about fracking during the primaries? Well, now he updated his, his review. No one. Oh, so
0: he changes his
1: view just like that. I,
0: I, that that's just something risky about Joe Biden that you got to admit is just a little edgy. It's his party
1: now. He won the. He said he's won the nomination. It's his party. It's going to be his administration if he wins, and he's going to do how he wants to. He has to work with the other people in his party, but he's. It is. It's. It's his say.
0: Listen, what Joe Biden said during the primaries now, Fox News and Trump are jumping all over. You can't
1: simply forget about the primaries and say they never happened and well, say, "Oh, so okay,
0: whatever he 19. says now is this."
1: There's things COVID nineteen. And it's. 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 It's already. It's affected pretty much everything else. So. Unfortunately, and it, 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 honestly, Biden might not have won the primaries if COVID-19 didn't happen. or well, the impacts weren't fell until more into the late spring or summer. People were starting to feel the impacts on in, Mar- in March and in April, which is when Biden really started so, uh, securing the nomination. So the whole race has really been upended by COVID-19. And that and is the main factor of this, of this race this, this rate this election is not about policy it really isn't it's who has been our character and who can actually say i take responsibility for covid for how i deal with covid-19 Great.
0: Okay, i think it's i think a lot of it has to do with policy because the policies of joe biden and donald trump they these two candidates aren't just of two different political parties the two of them their policies re- represent dif- different
1: visions for america well that goes back so, to the character so- it's it's it goes back it goes back to covid-19 it's, it's it really, it's really about do they accept? Do they are they going to listen to the scientists? Are they going to wear? A, are they going to wear a mask if they're infected? Are they going to do? Are they going to follow the guidelines from the CDC and health officials? It's not just policy. It's not just. I agree. It's not just
0: policy, but policy plays an instrumental role in both campaigns role, for how America it, will turn out.
1: It has to be. It, it, this is not a normal election. This is not a normal election. It is about the candidates themselves, their character and their ideas about health, not necessarily energy policy. It did. We, we are so far removed from 2016. It's not even funny. So Google just got sued by the Justice Department for alleged anti-competitive behavior over their Google search engine. Honestly, Google right now is 88% of total search activity in the US. And it's because they have the coffers and the intimidation tactics to scare big companies, even like Apple. They have they they have the resources to really get their search engine to everything. They bought, they they're destroying Microsoft Bing, their complete monopoly. And people don't know how to change their defaults, so the power of defaults is apt, is integral to Google's rise and and their domination. At this point, I can only hope that Democratic stages join in this fight, not just Republican stage, Attorney Generals, and that this goes better than Microsoft in the 90s. Google is clearly a monopoly that mines your data and censors dissenting opinions. It, it's, these aren't anecdotal stories. These are facts. These are backed up by evidence, backed up by numerous independent sources. And the fact of the matter is, is that we need some kind of major alteration to Google's strategy. We need to to learn how to deal with big tech that is both innovative and respectful to the fact that we are in a new economy and we need to parse our way through it. And this is a good first step. Google isn't the internet, people. I hope you consider switching your search engine to something like DuckDuckGo or Quant or Ecosia, particularly DuckDuckGo. It's unbiased, it doesn't track you, nothing. It holds nothing on you, not your IP address, not your cookies. Link is in the description, okay? You can change your defaults in your in your browser settings. You can download the little app for your phone. It's a lifesaver.
0: It's just the problem with all this about Google is that, you know, there, there are relatively few people who actually care about their, you know, carbon footprint and uh, – sorry, not carbon footprint. <laughs> their, you know, their privacy online, right? Well, did you
1: watch The like... Social Dilemma? That's That picked up a lot of steam the, pa- the past month because people saw it on Netflix.
0: But even then, when people are using Google on their computers, they don't care about you know whether they're mining their data, or taking their personal information.
1: Well, that's the thing, We just we we saw that all data can be manipulated, and Facebook does a nuclear terrible job. And once something really comes out about how Google specifically is doing it, is what they're doing with their data, and that gets into the public, people are going to realize that giving all your search queries to Google and with all your docs and your emails is simply invasion of privacy. And something needs to be done about it, clear and simple.
0: It's been confirmed that Russian hackers have hacked county computer systems to sow distrust in the election. Uh, Jacob, what are your thoughts?
1: Yes, Russia did all that. They uh, accessed some voter registration data. But I'm still confident there are good, decent people in the intel community that are protecting this election, regardless of what John Radcliffe tried to do about Iran and how he tried to distract us from the main story of Russia. I trust Director Ray of the FBI that we should be confident in our votes.
0: Um, Russia, China, Iran, they know that we cannot be defeated economically or militarily. Their greatest hope is to break us from within. And the political divide ripped open by the extreme right and left on either end gives those foreign powers what they want. It weakens us and it makes them stronger consequently. To realize that despite what Trump says, we are Americans, we're not merely Republicans or Democrats, As Barack Obama said, we are not merely a collection of red states and blue states. We are the United States of America. We need to be one unified nation again. Russia's hacking, as seen in this example, it seeks to divide us and destroy our democracy. We can't let that happen. Because when Pelosi and Trump can't come to an agreement, the nation doesn't win. Nobody in our nation wins. Nobody in America wins. It's Putin who wins. It's Xi who wins. It's Kim Jong-un who wins. We can't let this continue.
1: Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on social media and join the ongoing conversation on our Discord server. Hey. I sent the link. it will be here any second. Um, How's your day? It's good. Good. Good.
0: Sorry, just trying to make my.
1: All right. Oh, yeah, All right. There we go. Wait, oh,
0: Varepods. Yeah. Well I, I, I couldn't afford I couldn't afford it with them because they don't have wires, so they're less susceptible to breaking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true.
0: I'd recommend them on your own, despite your um vendetta against Apple.
1: I love Apple.
2: good evening gentlemen.
0: Good evening, Meeks
2: all right uh so i you know you guys you guys cut you guys cut uh cut stuff out like yeah we edit a lot so don't worry yeah, we're, we're, uh, um, yeah i'm very i'm very glad to to you know be able to have this opportunity um i you know uh i don't know if like <laughs> you guys would be cool but uh would would you would it be like weird to be like but it be weird to, like, introduce me as, like, you know, comedian uh, Meeks Rotberg? Not at all. All right,
1: cool. Josh, cool. take it away.
0: We'd like to welcome Meeks Rotberg to the show, a comedian. Meeks, welcome to the show.
1: Chris, uh, sorry, you were breaking up. I'm so sorry. I'll repeat that again.
0: We'd like to welcome Meeks Rotberg to the show, a comedian. Meeks, welcome to the show.
2: Good evening, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So to start off the interview, uh, our first question for you is, what is your political ideology?
2: Uh, uh, My political ideology is very moderate uh, and not party affiliated in any way. Uh, I I don't I don't like to, you know, resign myself to to a single party or or, you know, a, a single because I think it it clouds one's kind of objective values that they have. Like if I were to, if I were to label myself, you know, a member of of a party, then, you know, I'd be more likely to, to blindly follow, you know, kind of what that party dictates or, or what, what that party's ideology is for, for separate issues that, you know, for example, you know, I might, I might, you know, if, if if I were to say, hey, you know, I'm I'm a Republican, I you know, that might make me more likely to support a single policy that, that I might not support if I was not part of that party otherwise. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, so, so you're generally non, non-partisan.
2: Yeah, non-partisan. I like to look at things objectively uh, and, you know, each issue individually.
1: <clears throat> First, um is there any politician or political figure or um general ideology you, you would you would you would um associate with uh
2: you know i would i would I, you know a few years ago uh, i would have loved to say ben Shapiro but unfortunately uh you know that's that's not true anymore my views have uh, shifted uh, a lot uh since like freshman year when I was listening to his, to his daily show, his daily podcast. Uh, but you know, now I'd say, um, I mean, you know, there, there's, there's like, there, there are like a few kind of like issues that I'm, I'm very like, you you know, strict about with, with my, with my view on them. Um, what would the issues be? Okay. Such as like Israel, right. Uh, obviously, well, not obviously. You know, I I am very very supportive of Israel's existence. Uh, that does not mean that you know I've I've an inability to criticize uh, things the Israeli government does or actions that they take. But you know, I I am I I have always and will always support Israel's right to exist. For example,
0: you know, um, meek, um, it seems like your political journey is actually very similar to mine. Um. I too used to be quite conservative, and I used to, you know, watch and listen to Ben Shapiro as well. But you know, uh-huh. later I found out that he was just using clever tricks to, you know, spin his, you know, spin his opinions and kind of make the other side look bad. Uh huh. So. Um, yeah. I, yeah. So I guess, like you, Meeks, I I do kind of find myself in the middle of the, in the middle of the road as a moderate myself. Yeah,
2: I mean, I honestly like I I like it here in the middle. It's like. You know, there's no like real commitment and uh honestly like I think people like us are are the <laughs> the most right. <laughs> if I were to if I you know if I were to you know uh superiorize you know a political ideology, I'd I'd put the I'd put a put moderates at the top.
1: Um so would you so um so now that we have that covered, what what are your what are your thoughts on the election on the election, the Biden transition and um and and um his his picks in general?
2: Uh sorry, what was the last thing you said?
1: His um uh Biden's uh, nominations oh, okay. into his cabinet and uh, other positions.
2: All right. Uh well first first through the election. Uh you know i'm i'm I, I was glad to see the results uh i was i was hoping for a biden win uh mostly cuz you know i was tired of the the trump presidency i i thought i think you know trump brings the values of the country down and you know even even though i was even though i w- i was glad to to see he was a strong supporter of israel uh that was not like a you know, that was not enough to, to make me, you know, support, support Trump's presidency. So, you know, I, like I said, I was glad to, to see Biden win. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm glad to see that Trump is, has admitted defeat and I'm, I'm glad to see that, that, you know, uh, it seems like there will be a, a, a smooth transition
1: of power. And, um, um, and Biden's, uh, and, and, um, any thoughts? Uh, any thoughts on um the nomin on Biden's nominations?
2: Gee, I mean, you know, I wish I would have. I would love to. I would love to be able to say that uh, I've kept up with the nominations, but unfortunately, uh, I've not. Maybe I mean, you know, if it, maybe we like, if you want, like, we can do like a quick segment. Like, you know, you guys, you know, tell me some some quick like nominations, like some names and like some some views, well, and maybe I mean, some run all right, through them. All right. Well, um, yeah, I they, we can
0: tell you some. So Secretary of State, the Secretary of State nominee for Biden was Anthony Blinken. I guess a theme that comes up a lot in his nominations are that it
2: came from the Obama administration. Mhm. Well, I mean, you know, first impression, first impressions, you know, I I I'm a big supporter of Obama. Uh, you know, so if 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 these are people that Obama trusted with his administration, then you know, I'll I'll trust them in in Biden's administration.
0: But um, with Biden kind of picking
2: more middle of the road
0: establishment people, do you believe that America kind of needs a period
2: of status quo after four years of the Trump presidency? Definitely, I think I think uh, I think the United States of America needs a calming down period because you know you know our country is just in shambles politically. I I think. Uh, you know, what well, with the you know radicalization of the left uh, and kind of the, the the you know the populism and you know Trumpism from the right, which has you know deterred deterred the Republican Party from you know real conservative conservatism, in my opinion. Uh, so like you know like I said, the I think just politics in this country are in shambles, and I'm I'm very glad to to see like you know a, a moderate. Uh, president i think i think joe biden can you know i don't know if completely but to some extent reunite the country just that just in the sense that he's you know he's going to be you know like a a man with good values and uh he's going to you know re reestablish america's reputation as 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 a country with good values uh unlike trump which you know i think i think internationally trump gave america a a, a worse worse rep um, and you know, yeah, I mean, his his moderatism is is I think going to be a good thing for the country.
0: And uh, continuing on to Biden, with you know, at the time of recording, the Senate still hanging in the balance between a Republican majority and possibly a tie. Do you believe that Biden will be able to work with politicians from across the
2: aisle more effectively than previous presidents? Uh, I I definitely think Biden will be able to to work with with. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely think so because, you know, I think he'll be able to to compromise better than, you know, presidents like um I don't know, presidents like geez. <laughs> I think he'll definitely be able to compromise better than than, you know, than President Trump uh and, you know, Obama who who introduced his, you know, his massive health care program. Uh, very early into his presidency, kind of, I think that deterred uh, re- Republicans in, in Congress to to like want to, to to work with him. So I think as long as Biden doesn't try and introduce something too radical in his you know first year or two uh, as president, I, I think I think uh, him and Congress will will get along just fine. What
1: would that entail? Yeah. What well, well, What do you mean by well, well, What is your definition of radical?
2: Um, that's a good question. Honestly, I think, I think something radical would be kind of like, and I know, I know Biden has said that, that this is not like, you know, what he's going to go for, but something radical would be like, uh, you know, free Medicare for, for all, you know, like a Bernie kind of thing. Um, but you know, I, I, it seems like Joe Biden is kind of looking for a, you know, here's a free Medicare option for people that are going to need it. People in need. Uh, and anyone, everyone, everyone, it's like a choice between, you know, uh, public health care and private health care. So, you know, you're referring
1: like, to the, you're referring to the public option.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I'm referring to. So, uh, you know, something like that, which, which I, I don't think that's, that's radical at all. I I think that's, you know, I definitely, definitely, you know, uh, on the left, but, you know, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty centered uh, compared to, 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 to some of the other policies that, you know, other Democratic candidates, you know, we're we're looking to enact. There's now you
0: mentioned Biden's um how how moderate Biden is. However, there is a concern coming from the right that um the more progressive wing of the Democrat Party would influence Biden into, you know, being more left leaning with his policies as president. Do you agree with that?
2: Uh I definitely I definitely see it as a possibility. You know, uh Kamala Harris that vice president uh, I I believe she was like one one of the you know most left wing people. Uh, you know, was she on Senate?
1: Yes. Yeah, she
2: was one of the most left leaning senators. Um, and you know, to be honest, like I don't know how much. I'm I'm sure they do quite a bit, but I don't know exactly how much the vice president is going to be able to to influence the president. You know, um, and I think you know if Biden plays his cards right you know, he'll be able to adhere to, uh, to, to, you know, to the left. Um, so I think he'll be able to adhere to his supporters, um, and, you know, kind of try not to cause too much trouble for the Republicans, but, you know, yeah, there's definitely a possibility that, you know, he's influenced it. And you know, I think I think if if I like I said, I think if he tries to introduce something too radical, I I don't think the the Republicans are going to, you know, be willing to work with him. So I think it would be a mistake if if, you know if if he tries to to, if he gets influenced by by the left too much and uh you know tries something radical. I mean the role
0: of the vice president does vary from administration to administration. For example, you see um Uh, George W. Bush's administration, where Dick Cheney played, where Vice President Dick Cheney played a major role Mm -hmm. in foreign policy with Iraq and all. Um, Obviously, this administration is nothing like the Bush-Cheney administration, but I agree that it's a possibility that Biden is older now and he may, you know, he may be more, he may be more easily influenced by Vice President Kamala Harris. We'll see how she exercises her powers as vice president, or if she ultimately ends up taking over, if Joe Biden, you know, God forbid, is incapacitated.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, and you know, just just to add, you know, I, I I was I was very I was very happy with Kamala Harris's nomination for vice president when it happened. I'm very happy that she's going to be vice president uh, come come January. I think it's great to see to see you know uh, uh, you know a person of color, uh, especially a woman. Uh, at, uh, vice president, the first, the first, uh, first of his, the first in history. And, you know, I, I think, I think this, I think it, it, it is, it, it does show that America is progressing. Um, and, you know, I think it's partly cause Biden, you know, Biden needed, needed that, needed that nomination to, to secure, you know, more, more, more of the, you know, more of the minority voters, um, but nonetheless, I was I was I was very happy to see that.
0: Now, moving on to Trump's legal battles against the election, um, recently um, Attorney General uh, William Barr has come out and, and said that the Department of Justice has found no widespread fraud in the election.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so this is kind of a descent from the attitude of the Trump administration. What are your thoughts, and do you think this will create a possible domino effect within any administration
2: uh look I mean regarding voter fraud i think I think there was not nearly enough you know i i i have no i have no evidence you know these this is all speculation uh I think you know just you know based off pure speculation, I think there is not nearly enough voter fraud to to shift you know uh any, to, to shift the election, you know, any, anywhere. Okay. I think there is definitely some, I think there's definitely, um I think there, there's, there's definitely some sort of, you know, manipulation with, with votes, you know, on both sides. I think, I think, you know, red States, I'm sure I'm, I like, I'm sure there was at least one poll worker that has, that shifted at least one vote on, on, on each side. So, you know, I think there's 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 definitely like there's definitely a claim to be made that like, yeah, there's like a tiny bit of voter fraud, but, you know, not nearly significant enough to cause a turn in like in the election results. And uh, regarding the domino effect, I mean, I, I, I could see how how it could set a precedent of like, you know, claiming voter fraud in future elections for. For whoever, whoever loses. Um, But I think like, I think it's like a bit of an outlier, Uh, you know, like Trump, you know, being elected president kind of was, was an outlier in American history. You know, like it's it's like a, you know, a, a TV star is not supposed to be elected president and, you know, the loser of the election is also not supposed to, you know, claim voter fraud and, you know, cry like a baby about it. So I don't think it'll it'll set any any significant domino effect, but you know there is i there is potential that it could
1: but do you believe that um Barr's statement now that um rebuking much of what um Trump and his inner circle of warriors such as Sidney Powell and Giuliani have said that there is widespread fraud, do you think that his his statement on his statement will Will compel other, other, um, other um, members of so long, the Jacob, Trump inner Jacob, circle and. Can um,
0: you please con- just repeat that
1: question again? You did cut out in the middle. Thank you. Sorry. Um, sorry. Um, but, um, but, but, do you believe that Barr's original statement about voter fraud, about no widespread voter fraud, do you believe that will influence? other 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 um other members of trump's inner circle and congressional republicans to speak out against what trump and giuliani and uh, the other um and the other more conspiracy theorists are doing now yeah
2: definitely i think uh you know since since election since you know election night uh since since kind of uh biden was since Biden, you know, essentially won the election, uh, you know, all the newscasters were talking about how, like, you know, people, people on the right uh, were kind of like, you know, we're, were just needing to. Uh, they were like they're close to kind of letting Trump know that, you know, it's over and that it, it's like there's there there wasn't voter fraud to like accept defeat uh so you know i I, it's definitely like something that's coming uh i I, you know at some at some point i think there's just going to be a break between uh trump and and the rest of the republican party um you know i think i think the trump regime is like is just over um and soon enough like you know with with like him losing without integrity uh, I think the Republican Party is going to is, is smart enough to to see like, hey, you know, this this guy should not be representing our party anymore. And, you know, it's time for us to make some public statements, um, kind of denouncing Trump and, and, you know, letting him know that that it's over and that, you know, there really wasn't well, there really wasn't voter fraud. So uh, uh, in short. Yes, I, I definitely think so.
0: You mentioned Trumpism um, was over. Um, don't, don't you think that Trump changed the Republican Party to be more like him? Don't you see the possibility of, you know, major Trumpists like perhaps Tucker Carlson or Don Jr. running for the ticket in 2024?
2: Uh, I mean, look, when I say like, you know, Trump, the, the Trump regime is over, I believe is what I said. Uh, You know, it's not over right now you know, it's going to take, and I think, I think, you know, Trumpism is going to have a lasting effect, but, you know, I think if the Republican party wants to succeed, you know, they should, they, and I I believe they do, you know, they're, they're going to have to let go of, of, of their, their, you know, their Trumpist, you know, like views and, and, the things that they do and like yeah I, I could see i could see tucker carlson you know you know running and and you know gaining popularity but like you know for all the trump supporters like tucker carlson just like isn't you know he isn't trump you know then like you know, trump supporters like they wanted trump um but and, you know you know I don't, I don't know i don't know you know how much more involved trump is going to be in politics after his loss uh i i do hope it's it's you know uh it's it's none um and if if he decides to stop you know being politically involved then i i i don't see i don't see a way like i sure trumpism has you know kind of uh changed changed the republican party and i i think i mentioned earlier that that the republican party has become you know a populist and and you know just just trump aligning but I mean, I'm you know sorry to sound like a, a bit of a broken record, but you know if they're gonna want to if they're gonna want to succeed, they're gonna have to 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 break off from Trumpism, and I, I think it's what it, it's gonna happen.
1: So that's about it with, from our uh, with our questions. Um, is there anything you like to say to our listeners? Anything you want to put uh, out there yeah. for the world?
2: Um, I think for you know any any young people listening uh that you know s- still don't know where to stand politically uh I think you know just listen listen to what your values tell you you know however you've grown up uh whatever you think is right just listen to that and base your politics off of off of what you believe is the correct thing um I think you know uh, i th- i think I think you know the the I think one of the biggest problems in America today is that people aren't able to uh, people aren't able to you know come up with their own opinions they 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 see the guy on the news you know say one thing and you know they believe it and you know when when that guy says that the other the, that the other source of news is fake news they believe that too um so you know just you know don't believe everything you see. Uh, think with your heart, use your brain, obviously. Um, But, you know, let's all just try and uh, let's all just try and bring good values back to the country. And, you know, the only way we can do that is by doing what we believe is right. Uh, Also, if you're interested in comedy, follow my uh, Instagram uh, at Meeks underscore Rotberg underscore comedy. And, you know, be sure to keep listening to Uh, the Gen Zers podcast because it really is a pretty sick podcast
0: well thank you so much Meeks Uh, well thank you you. so much for being on the show Meeks we really appreciate it we try to represent you know really a diverse view really a a bunch of diverse views from young people like us and thank you so much for contributing to that
2: yeah for sure I'd love to be here again
0: sometime
1: thank you so much man this was amazing um we post on uh sunday sunday night so um I'll, we'll, we'll um we'll make uh-huh. sure you get you'll get the interview you'll get the full episode um uh would you like Joshua, to, anything else would you
0: like to hear the interview in advance before we release
2: it uh yeah sure i'd like to hear it, and you know i'll, I'll definitely post it all over my social media uh you know, uh, yeah, I I listen to a, a bunch of uh, like, uh, I don't know, I listen to like a, a a lot of your episodes, and you know, I I it's very entertaining. Uh, you know, it's definitely like very educative as well. Uh, I think I think I think the podcast will you know do good for you know a lot of people. So, you know, I I'd be excited to I'm gonna be excited to promote it. Um, and you know. Uh, i 'd be excited to to see you guys grow into to something bigger than you know something bigger than you'd ever imagined uh and yeah in short yeah i'd, I'd like yeah i'd, I'd like, Thanks, to, man. I'd like to, you know get a recording
1: <laughs> well we'll make sure um would you like would, uh, when we post on instagram would you like to would you like us to tag uh, you Meeks yeah, yeah, rocker comedy I'll, yeah
2: a tag would a tag would be cool
1: uh and
2: And yeah, I'll I'll tag you guys in a bunch of stuff too. All right.
1: Joshua, any final thing?
2: Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Thanks to you guys. All right. You too. Have a good night.